Hey guys, welcome back to the Grant Mint Podcast, episode number 20. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about adversity. Adversity is something that every single person faces and deals with in every aspect of their life. This could be in their business, in their relationships, in their families, in just everyday life, right? You could just face a random problem. You could get in a wreck. You could have a health issue, right? And no matter who you are, you're going to face adversity no matter what your background is or whatever your future holds. And learning how to handle these situations gracefully, being able to respond accordingly and come off better off than the situation that you're in is essential not only just to survive, but to actually be able to compete at a high level and be a high-performance individual that wins in life and in business. So in this episode, I'm going to discuss about what mindset you need to have when in face adversity, how to handle you know, quick decisions that you have to make to be able to get out of that situation, and last but not least, ultimately how to respond the right way and come off better off than you were you know, prior to facing that situation, all right? So when adversity happens, right? So it, I want you to first kind of think about this, right? The people that make the big bucks in any industry, whether this is in sports, music, in a certain industry such as renewable energy, such as oil and gas, whether it's in leadership in a country, they all get paid the big bucks or they have that big title. Maybe, yes, they know someone, maybe that lucked out this, that, or the other. But at the end of the day, People that get paid the big bucks as a number one sales rep, as a number one player in the, the NBA, whatever the case may be, they do so because they make the decisions that other people can't make. So when there's all this chaos, everything's going crazy, who do they pass the ball to? They pass it to LeBron. They used to pass it to Kobe. They pass it to Michael Jordan. They weren't passing it to the other guys. They want that guy taking the shot. Why? Because time and time again, that person has proven that they can deliver. Not always, but in that heightened moment where there's immense pressure, that person can deliver. They're the most dialed in and they're the most prepared to take that last shot. Same sense in a company as a leader of the company. When COVID happens or when you have an issue a legal issue or a hiring issue or an operational issue and everyone's freaking out, they don't know what to do next, you have to be calm, focused, and make clear, concise decisions that impact lots of people. If you're a husband or a wife and you're helping lead a family and you have kids and something is happening in the family, whether it's in your financial aspect of your life, maybe there was job loss, maybe there was an issue with the business, Maybe something happened to one of your kids. Maybe one of your parents or grandparents got extremely ill and passed away. How do you lead the family through that? How do you handle that situation gracefully and put your family and yourself in a better situation to be successful, happy, and have a good life? It's difficult situations. And the most important thing kind of before I dive into this is realizing that just because you've been through a lot of things doesn't necessarily make troubling times or adversity any better, but you have to view it from a different perspective. The first thing that I would recommend to anybody on, on first understanding adversity is being very content 
and accepting of the fact that it will always come and go and that there will never be a land of comfort where you finally reach it where there is now no more adversity. That's step one. Admitting and knowing, telling yourself the truth, that look, this is just kind of part of the gig. This is part of life. And if you want less adversity, you should probably do something not as daunting or not as big of a deal. For example, you have problems you know, working at a fast food restaurant you have problems being an executive for a multi-billion dollar corporation. Choose your problems, right? You have problems in every aspect of your life. I would rather bigger problems, but also the reward is bigger. But that's for you to decide. Now, when you're facing these problems, the first step is to pull your emotions out of it as quickly as possible, 99% of people when facing in a dire situation immediately has an emotional reaction that actually causes the problem to get worse. No matter how bad it is, no matter how emotional, close to that heart that situation is, no matter how bad of your, the, the week that you've had and all of a sudden you get in a wreck or something happens and now it's even more stressful, you have to remain calm. If you're alive and you can breathe and you can walk and think clearly, you're better than almost everyone. You have an opportunity to make it better. Pull yourself out of the situation. If you can change the environment that you're in, that helps a ton. And go through the situation in your head and think about all the possible scenarios and things that could happen due to a potential decision that you could make. Okay, if you think, okay, what about doing this decision? What would happen? What would that person do? What would that cause them to do? What are the possible repercussions? What is the worst thing that would happen if I did that way? And think through all of your choices and analyze what is the risk, what is the reward, and what are some things that I need to stay away from to not create a bad situation and make it even worse. Okay? So once you've gone through that, next, after assessing the entire situation, figuring out what you think is the best move, Last but not least, you need to make a decision swiftly and assertively. And you have to be okay with the potential downside of that decision, which you should already know. Because if you've anticipated what could go wrong after that situation and you're accepting of the the risk of that scenario, then if that happens, you're prepared for that also. And you can already have plans an agenda set up for if that horrible thing happens, that that 3% shot of you making that decision causing this or that or whatever to happen, you're ready for that as well. All right? So I'm going to kind of give you guys a, a, a story on, on how I, this exactly happened in my life, actually last year for that matter, and how I handled it and how it worked out. And, and the reason why I tell you this story is it's an example of how to respond to to adversity and be able to handle it the right way, how it can greatly pay off in your life and in many unexpected ways, I would say. So obviously, I, so I own a solar company, right? And we do, we do installs now all over the country. And obviously, I've, I've been a crypto investor for years now, three, four, five years and have constantly been big in the space and, you know, and really believed in it, always invested into it. But at the end of 2020, crypto mining was kind of brought to my attention. Uh, 
And it seemed to be a really good investment. It seemed to be, you know, have a, a, a big time, you know, upside to it. And it was an industry and a business that not many people are in. So I started dissecting the business and doing research. And, you know, everyone acts like they know something that smart, but everything starts with just going to Google and typing, what is crypto mining? And then just sitting there and researching and studying and learning and then trying to do it yourself, right? And so I started that process. And over a two to three month process, I learned a ton. I learned about what to do, how to do this, what's the best way to do it, where to locate these, where to get them, where to put it, everything, right? And I started really learning a lot about the space. And I learned that a lot of people were doing it a hell of a lot harder than they should have. And I saw that some people were doing it good. So I had the capital to do it. And my basically the hardest part that I'd found was sourcing these miners from a really good supplier. And what I'd found was I was about six to 10 months late on acquiring these machines. As long as you got them, you got the setup, you're producing good power and you have good tech people and you understand what you're doing, the thing's going to do its job. It works. It's fantastic. There's great return on investment. But the problem is, is you got to get the machines. And what had happened is the manufacturers in China, now that the space has started to grow, they were only accepting purchase orders of an excess of over $20 million. Now, at the time, that was not going to be feasible. And if it was, it wasn't going to be down the line when we had more capital, um, I had outside investors, or we were at a greater scale. So I had to purchase through middleman. So I found the miners that I wanted. I did the research and I figured it out. And the people were I was going to buy it through, that kind of fell through. And I found another one, right? Next thing you know, the first purchase order was going to be um, about 60-something thousand dollars. And the first order, basically what I was going to do is have to put a 50% down payment and they're right before they ship and they have the labels and pictures and videos of the boxes um, and it's delivered, pay the remaining portion. So I purchased some miners, right? I remember today I send in via Bitcoin like $33,000 or whatever it was. Week goes by, two weeks go by, three weeks go by, four weeks go by. Next thing you know, I'm like, what the hell is going on? They keep kind of giving me BS. They keep giving me this. And then next thing you know, they send me these tracking things, Korean air cargo, whatever, right? And I start looking at it and I go, oh my God, I think I just got scammed out of 30 something thousand dollars. Literally. I'm like, this can't be true. I start doing research on the freaking people that I find it. I find out that I legit got scammed for over $30,000. This is in... I think March, February, I know it's February, March of, of 2021, last year. And I'm like, oh my God, I had all these things set up. I had people that were going to mine. I'd hire people. I've done all these things, spent all this money. And I'm realizing that, damn, I just got scammed out of $33,000. And I'm sitting there like, how has this happened to me? I run a multi-million dollar company. How did I just get scammed? How did I not see this coming? And what was so difficult about crypto mining is it's the Wild West. You're not purchasing something from Best Buy or Walmart. You're dealing with people overseas. You don't know who the hell you are. You're not sending the money through Chase Bank. You're sending a crypto wire that before you blink, it's gone. So there was a lot more risk, You know, obviously high upside. And obviously that's a gut punch. And what 95% of people would have done in that situation is go, man... 
I knew this was BS. I knew this was a scam. I knew this is too hard. I'm just going to stick to solar and just do that. That's what everyone would have done. And as this was happening, crypto was really starting to rally and everything's going up. And I said, and I was just looking at myself in the mirror basically and, and going, you know what? I've been faced with these different types of obstacles my entire life. 30000 is a lot of money, but I'm not trying to say it's not. But on the grand scheme of things and what I'm trying to accomplish, it's really not. I mean, it sucks. <laughs> it sucks bad. But realize that I will probably figure this out and be able to build a really, really big company that's super successful. And the worst thing that happens is I learn and I figure it out and something else comes along. That was kind of my thought process. So I said, I don't know how, but I'm going to figure out how to find a better source to purchase this so I never have this issue again. So I start talking to more people. You know, you do this research, you talk to this person, you talk to this company. Next thing you know, I figure it out. The former assistant to the main manufacturer that I was purchasing from, then I got connected with her. Then great business, some people that have spent millions of dollars in purchasing miners from her I knew I had a direct relationship with. I did business with them before. Next thing you know, I said, you know what? I'm going to make this happen. I said, hey, I need four of this. I need that. I need that. Boom, boom, boom. Whatever the case may be comes out to whatever dollars. Okay. It doesn't matter. So I send it and I make the decision. This time I had to send a hundred percent out front because she was having to send this capital to the manufacturer, but I had a more respected thing. So I said, you know what? I'm going to trust myself. I got to have some guts here. I am going to say, you know what? Screw that 30000 I lost. I'm going to continue to make the investment and I'm going to build this business. Next thing you know, I send it. It works, obviously. I get the miners. We get, we get the company gets them up and running and we start making money. So that's exciting, number one, right? I, I prevailed first that, and that's not even the, the root of the story, right? So yeah, the company started working. We're making, making money. Now we've scaled a bunch and we're learning, figuring out, and it's growing at a really fast rate. That's great. Yeah, like making money now, it's great. But this is what's so interesting. So I had been in a Business Insider, a couple of Business Insider articles, and the editor, or excuse me, the... Um, the author that would that would write, you know, each one of those things, she was staying in contact with me, just whether if it was like crypto or whether it's solar or just anything, we would just stay in touch, right? We became we had a good working relationship. And I started posting about the mining company that started, posting results and posting kind of like, you know, all the different things about it, right? And she hit me up. Um, so I was going okay, so just in, in reference, right? By now it's August. The miners have been up for about three, three, four months, something like that, whatever it was. And I was actually taking my my family, a lot of my family on a vacation. And we were really excited. It was an exciting trip. Um, a lot of my family members haven't been to where we were going. And, we're, and we were heading out there. So we were leaving actually three, four days later. And she hit me up and she said, hey, Grant, so I need to do a story on someone in crypto mining. Specifically, I saw that you mined Ethereum. And so could I do a quick store on you? We'd get it out Sunday. Meanwhile, it's like, I don't know, like Wednesday right now or something like that. And I said, yeah, yeah, I'd be down. And we start discussing everything. I said, but this is the thing. Layla, I'm actually going to Europe 
uh, literally on, I think it was Friday or something like that. So I'm going to have to figure out how to get a picture. She's like, well, can you get a picture with you in the rig? And I said, well, the problem is the mining rigs are in a completely different state and I'm going to Europe in a day and a half, two days. So I can't do that. She said, okay, well figure something out and then let's set up a time tomorrow to 2 PM to do the interview. And then we'll go from there. I was like, okay, cool. So I figured it out and we do the interview and I said, Layla, like I just got company shirts for that. I could get a last second picture. Next thing you know, go to the airport. I'm in literally the Delta Sky Lounge and I have my mom take a picture of me in the Delta Sky Lounge. We made it look like we're not in the Delta Lounge. And um, I send the picture to the editor and she goes, oh, you know what? That looks fantastic. That looks good. This will be perfect. Let me double check with this and this. They come back, the marketing people or whatever. They said, okay, that looks great. We like everything. I'll give you an update on the story. It should be out Sunday. I'm like, okay, cool. All right. So we go to Europe. It's super cool. It's such a great time. And we're having lunch and we're, we're in Europe. We're out on vacation. It's such a fun family trip. You know, it was always a dream to be able to take my family to something cool like that. And I get a text and she's like, hey, Grant, your uh, story's live. And she sent it to me. I said, oh, that's cool. Read through it. And I was like, that's awesome. You know, posted it some places and that's that, right? So I kind of carry on, right? That was on a Sunday. Monday comes around, we're touring stuff. And Tuesday, we were going to, so we were in a different part of Italy. And there was, we were in the Mafia Coast. That was like the dream trip, right? That was my family was on, right? And we we're going to this place on Wednesday called Positano, right? It's beautiful, like dream place. You know, it's like a big honeymoon spot or something apparently, but it's a beautiful place, Always dreamed of going there. And we were staying about an hour and a half away. So we'd have like this taxi driver drive us there. You got to go through these mountains. It's a long drive. It's a whole deal, right? So remember that story about the crypto mining company uh, and about what we're doing, the success or whatever, a business inside. That came out Sunday. I didn't think anything of it. Now it's Tuesday. I'm knowing like, you know, I was kind of working a little bit. That next day, we're knowing we're going to Positano early in the morning, 9 a.m. So I go to sleep. And remember, this is the same business, right? The same business where I lost over 30000 Like, straight got scammed out of $30,000, you know, what, six months prior. Five, six months prior. I go to sleep. And keep in mind, I'm in Italian time, which is about six hours ahead of Texas time. So if it's, for example you know, midnight in uh, Texas at six in the morning in Italy. So I go to sleep and I wake up and I always wake up to a bunch of different text messages and work emails and all types of stuff. Right. So I kind of roll over and it's about, you know, seven thirty in the morning Italian time. And I look and I see this email and it says, Cavuto Wednesday, question mark, all caps. And I'm like, what the hell is Cavuto Wednesday? I'm like, huh? And I click on it and I go, this is a marketing email. And my assistant's email, which people will see for like, you know, publicity stuff, PR stuff and different things like that, or just inquiries about the company. It's really my assistant's email, but I I do have access to that email so I can see it. So I'm like, what in the hell? I click on it and it says, hi, hi, Miranda. Um, You know, I'm whatever with Fox Business um, with Neil Cavuto. We would love for Grant to come on tomorrow. Is he available? Question mark. 
And I'm like, what in the hell? And I'm like, that's a Fox business. And I get up and I'm like, and I, you know, you wake up and you're kind of out of it. And I'm like, huh? And I walk in, I go, I'm like, Hey mom. And I got a couple cousins there. And my brother's there. And I'm like, Hey mom, Fox business wants me to come on. She's like, what? I'm like, yeah, like, you know, Fox business, like Neil Cavuto. I don't know if you've seen him. Like they want me to go on their show. They want me to go tomorrow. And she's like, what? And I'm like, wait, when was this sent? And it's like sent at like, you know, some crazy time. And I'm like, oh, I'm in, I'm in Italian time, right? I'm six hours ahead. I'm like, so they sent this last night and I didn't see it because I was asleep. That means it's not tomorrow. That means it's today. And I'm like, what in the hell? So I'm like, okay. So I reply and I said, yes, Grant, because <laughs> my assistant's asleep. It's like, you know, two or three in the morning right now. So my assistant can't reply. So I reply on the email. I'm like, yeah, you know, Grant can go. Um, let me know the details. But then I'm sitting there thinking like, well, we're in, we have to drive an hour to this thing. They don't have any Wi-Fi there. And I have no idea what time I'm going to be on. I don't know what time this show goes on. What do I do? And I'm like, okay, um, let's, I'm going to get a hotel for just for myself. So then I can bring my laptop. I can bring dress clothes and a blazer suit or dress shirts and whatever. And then I can do the interview there. And this is hoping that they even reply. Cause I'm like, well, maybe they're like, screw Grant. We're not going to let him go on because he didn't reply in time because I was asleep in Italy. You know, my assistant didn't see it or whatever. So my mom's like looking at me like I'm crazy. And I'm, and I'm like, mom, this is like kind of a big deal. She's like, what the hell? Like she's just confused. Right. So we we drive, my whole family, we're in this big van, we go to Positano, next thing you know, I get an email at lunch by the time I'm there, because it's 6.30 in the morning now in New York, where Fox Business's studios are, and they said, hey, thanks thanks for replying, um, we're excited to have Grant on, we want to have him on at you know 12.45, topics, cryptocurrency, we need, here's your Skype, you need this, and they give me all these instructions, and I've never been on live TV. I've been interviewed before, but I've never been on national TV. And I'm curious if they got questions, if they got this, if they got that, whatever the case is. And meanwhile, my assistant's still asleep. So I'm like, you know, I'm acting like her and I reply and I go, okay, cool. And is there any set questions or is there anything that Grant should know? So we should prep him, you know, because my assistant's asleep. I got to reply. Right. And they said, no, it's, it's, the show is fully unscripted, but the topic is cryptocurrency. So just let them know. And I'm like, I'm sitting there thinking like, well, that's a, that really layers it down. Like y'all could ask me anything. Right. So I'm like, all right, well, hopefully my sales ability pays off. Right. So I go to the hotel, I get set up. I'm knowing I got to go on at like 6:45 Italy time or whatever it is. And I set up and I connect, they call me on Skype. And I do the interview and it goes amazing. I'm in Italy. My family is all super drunk on a, on a boat, having the time of their life and, and watching from their phones. Cause they already had something scheduled. Like think about it. We were in the middle of all this stuff was planned. Like you only go to Positano once in your life. Right. So we're just, they're not going to cancel the boat thing for my interview. So they're trying to watch on their phone and they're having a good time on this boat. But the interview, like I said, goes amazing. And it gets national attention and, and all this great feedback. And now I'm on Fox all the time. But it's it's crazy hearing that story. And it's like, wow, that was such a great moment. You know, you're in freaking, you finally take your family to Italy. And then you have all this. And then all of a sudden you're on Fox. And that's great, right? That's all cool stuff. 
But let's just like pull back and just stop for a second and think about this. This was not based off of anything other than getting hit with a very big gut punch. Like definitely, you know, adversity. Not like a little fender bender. Not like, you know, you pull a hammy. Not that like something happens and you don't hit quota. No, like I literally got scammed six, month, six months earlier out of like $33,000. Got completely scammed. But... When faced with that exact situation, I said, you know what? I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to bite the bullet and I'm going to reinvest and take the risk again because I believe in what I'm doing and I'm going to figure this out. And because I did that one decision, just that one decision, I would have never been on Fox Business. I would have never had tons and tons and tons and tons of opportunities that I don't even have time to talk about happen in my life, not because of anything other than I chose to not give up in that situation. And I can tell you I wasn't always like that. And it's not because I'm some special or something. It was because I said, you know what? Screw this. I'm going to make it happen. And that's what happens in life. Okay. You may come in a position where you lose a job that you thought you wanted to be at for the rest of your life or the business doesn't work out. You thought you were going to get the promotion, but then it fell through and they picked somebody else. You thought you were going to marry the girl and then she breaks up with you and gets with somebody else, right? All of those things hurt like hell. And as tough or cool as whatever we want to sound, they're tough every time it happens. But what are you going to do when faced with that adversity and that opposition? Because like in my situation, it hurt like hell, I promise you. I'm still thinking about that freaking 30 grand that I lost, which sucks. But how are you going to respond? Are you going to fold and say, well, it's just my lot in life. You know, I always get the short end of the stick. It's always picking someone over me. Or are you going to say, no, screw that. I'm going to find a way to make it happen and figure this out. You never know. It's called the butterfly effect. You're one good decision away from changing every aspect of your life. So keep fighting, keep believing in yourself. You're going to have a huge, huge, huge year. Um, but start with today. Start with today and start with this week. Whatever happens this week, responding like a beast and handling it, right? So thank you guys. Um, it's exciting. It's crazy now. We've been through 20 episodes of this podcast and we've had such great feedback. Um, it's also been able to connect me with you guys and listeners from all over the world. It's crazy to think. I thought only people in Texas would listen. Uh, but social media is such a crazy thing and it's exciting to have people from Africa and from Asia and Europe and South America and all these different amazing places, all these people with inspiring stories and different scenarios that they're going through in their life, listen and show love and support. And it, it really means the world to me. Like I said, this podcast is just simply just me telling you guys a little bit of my story and all the things that I'm going through, been through, because I made a lot of stupid mistakes in my life. And if you can learn from them, be successful for it, then that's a huge win for me. And I think it always comes back in every direction. You know, just likewise with, with you guys, maybe helping me or giving me an idea or helping your, your friends or your family and just kind of passing this on. So appreciate the support as always. If you can, don't forget to subscribe um, and leave a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if you guys have any questions or any feedback on the podcast or anything that you guys would like me to cover in the future, 
Don't hesitate to reach out on Instagram at Grant Mitt. But other than that, I hope you guys have a fantastic week. Thanks for the support always. Crush it. And I'll see you guys again for episode 21. Thanks, guys.